The following program is a presentation of Jazz Sports. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to a Two Minute Warning. We are the American football podcast that gives you all of the latest news and information from the NFL, two minutes at a time. My name is Jeremy. I'm joined, as always, by my slightly darkened in his uh, darkroom co-host, Matt. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How are you, Jeremy? I'm actually excellent today because, uh, as you well know, uh, I wasn't particularly happy uh, previously with my uh, kind of graphic setup and everything that's going on on the screen. But I uh, yeah. have <clears throat> sp- spent a fair bit of time painstakingly making a, a new kind of setup. And I'm I'm quite pleased with myself if I uh, can not be humble for a moment. I'm yeah, well when, well, when I when I saw it, I was um, I was very impressed to say the least. I think it's uh, a nice, nice, nice move for our our new time slot here in uh, in the UK and obviously stateside as well. Yeah, yeah, we've moved a little bit later to uh, accommodate the uh, kicking of children into bed and uh, to hopefully catch some uh, of our American fans at a more convenient time as they start yeah. to go. To- go back to work after this lockdown but uh yeah here we are for episode 13 rolling along nicely yeah uh should we get into our our first topic for the day i think we should okay over to you then okay so on thursday uh washington announced that they would be called the washington football team um, effective immediately uh it's not the final renaming or rebranding for the team This is just the name they want to use until pending adoption of a new name in the future. So the question is, is how do we feel about this new name? Okay, two minutes. Here we go. I I mean, it's not a name. So to have a feeling about the name isn't like really something I can do. I don't like how negatively everybody has really reacted to this. It's like it's not actually a name. Like, stop kicking off about something that hasn't actually happened. They were never going to get this sorted within, like, the four or five weeks we had until the regular season kicked off. So just going with Washington for the time being, it totally works for me. I kind of dig the the font and the Washington text that they're using. I think that should have been on their, like, jerseys at the top here from the beginning because it just looks better uh they're trending in the right direction i'm keen to see what their name is i hope they don't go with red tails uh do you have any ideas oh yeah so um you you knew my feelings i i kind of like the red tails idea um but um i'm severely disappointed them actually i'm quite serious here and um i mean um they they should have called themselves the Maryland Cookies, shouldn't they? <laughs> I mean, they they reside in Maryland. They could have been the Mer. I know it's copyrighted, but you know, 
Maryland yeah. cookies. Maryland uh, cookies. Get it out soul, there. Trade. Trade. My soul just died oh, a little bit at, the, at yeah. that. Like terrible dad joke. <laughs> I mean, we've yeah. got some some comments in the in the chat. Uh, Dylan says Washington Hammerheads. I th- think that might be uh, oh, yeah. in use. You never know. Uh, Valley says Washington bottom leaguers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fair yeah. enough. Uh, yeah. Miles agrees with me. Uh, no to the Red Tails. So we'll uh, we'll see what they go with, but everything is going to be better than Redskins. Let's let's yeah. get that clear. So yeah. onwards then to our next topic, and Jamal Adams uh, kicking and screaming. It's paid off for him, and now the former New York Jets corner has been traded to the Seahawks. Adams went to Seattle along with a fourth round draft pick in exchange for safety Bradley McDougald and the Seahawks 2021 first and third round picks and a third round pick in 2022. So you can kick this one off. Matthew, my question to you is who won in this situation? Who won in this trade? Two minutes. Here we go. Okay, so um, I mean, we we always knew he was going to end up leaving the Jets anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a big feature of the the off season. Um, he he wanted to um, go elsewhere, whether it was going to be to Dallas or, as it turns out, to um, Seattle. Um, my my feelings on the fact of he probably just wants a winning season and a shot at, at getting a ring in his career. Um, I mean, the the defense now in Seattle absolutely looks stacked. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think they could do damage in the NFC uh, this this coming season. Um, but it doesn't stop me thinking that he's just still a crybaby, to be honest. But I think yeah. ov- overall, I think uh, for, for the player um, they've got, I think Seattle win the trade. I think, you know, the, the Jets have got some draft picks and, and, a, and a, a player I've never really heard of. Um, but what about you, Jeremy? What do you think about the whole thing? Yeah, I, I semi-agree with you that uh, Seattle have definitely won in this situation. Uh, they've gained a good player as long as they can manage his personality and not go down the same road that the, the Jets did. Then yeah. uh, he'll do well there. Their defense certainly does look stacked now. Maybe they can uh, actually come back up to the same level as the 49ers in uh, yeah. the NFC West. I think that the way that this COVID negotiation with the NFL PA has turned out actually played a really big part in the trade happening when it did. Yeah. Uh, I think having a bit more certainty about the season, and we'll we'll get to that a little bit later, pushed some teams to go, okay, this is a quality player. We need to, to grab him. Yeah. Um, my only concern for Seattle is he's coming to the end of his rookie deal and they're going to have to pay this guy. Big yeah. time mm-hmm. within the next year or so. Yeah. It's a fairly succinct bit of uh, timing there. I, I, I finished know. my thought exactly at the buzzer, so I quite like that. <laughs> Onwards then to topic number three. Okay. So um, this is about Derek Henry, and he finally gets a last minute deal. Uh, so the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry agreed to a four-year, $50 million extension just, I mean, just before the deadline. It was sort of what we'd refer to as an 11th-hour deal. Um, as per report by ESPN's Adam Schaefer, 
Um, the deal includes a 25.5 million guaranteed um, in his contract. What do we think about this whole deal, Jeremy? So I think it's probably about the best he could have expected uh, for the circumstances surrounding running backs in the league at the moment. They don't really like to pay running backs anymore. I don't know when this kind of trend started, but there was a, some kind of cutoff point, and it's within the last three years, where they decided, oh, we can just plug anybody in a running back and yeah. be productive. So we're not going to be paying out mega big bucks to people anymore. Um, and I guess that's because there were a lot of ACL and uh, other knee injuries happening. And yeah. They were finding that we, we, even without their starting guy, they were still getting production from their second and third strings. Yeah. So I get it. I think Derek Henry is arguably the best running back in the league, so deserved to get paid, especially for what he he carried Tennessee for the majority of last year. So I think it's a good move. I think fifty million over the course is pretty fair. Half of that is going to be guaranteed. Uh, win win. I think. What do you yeah. think? So yeah, like like you said, it's it's something he deserved um, after the season he had uh, last season. Like you said, carried carried the team uh, at running back. Um, but like you also referred to, and it's it's my thoughts exactly with with what you said. It's it's not a lot of money um, for the stats he puts up. I mean, fantastic player, uh, just. I, I don't know, like you said, where this whole cut-off of, of not pay, paying these running backs came from, but there's other play, people that and other players from uh, probably other positions that can just be plugged in at running back. Mm, yeah. And there are a few other running backs around the league waiting to be paid. Yeah. They may be waiting uh, a yeah, little longer. Long, I think. long time. Moving on then, uh, and I've got quite a long preamble here because a lot has, has happened for this. Yeah. In a deal designed to ensure that football is played in 2020, the NFL agreed this week to completely cancel all preseason games and agreed terms with the NFL Players Association for adjustments to the season. Players will have until August the 3rd to opt out of the season. Uh, if they do so, they will receive a $150,000 payout for doing that. Uh, if they are forced out over the course of the season or they have some kind of high risk to the coronavirus, uh, then when they opt out or are forced out, they will receive a $350,000 payout. They've set up a temporary injured reserve list for players who test positive for the coronavirus. Uh, and rosters will need to be cut to 80 players by August the 16th. So they've put a lot in place to try and get this yep. season going. Uh, what do you think are our odds of getting a season untouched and regular as regular season goes? Two minutes. Okay, so I, I think um, this the season will go ahead Um but it's just just all all dependent on the the infection rate out there is absolutely sky high. Mm-hmm. Um, even now, as like a lot of the European countries coming down, like America, North America, South America, 
it's just it's almost like they haven't reached the peak yet um with with daily cases uh daily death toll um like you said the the arrangement on friday between the nfl and the players association um so if a player tests positive placed on that temporary ir immediately um with his return subject to medical clearance so uh, lots of testing um i think it's going to be testing at least once a week um if not more yeah you'd hope um, more I, than that yeah i'd i'd hope more than that especially with it, the the contact um these players go through mm-hmm. um but i i hand on heart I, I i really hope we have a season and a full season at that how about you i think this puts us a step closer to being able to play the season unhindered um yeah. it's quite interesting this week uh major league baseball has finally kicked off a few yeah. months late so they're kind of the guinea pigs a little bit for yeah uh for all of this that's happening um but today the uh the florida marlins have had to cancel yeah. their game um because they've got too many yeah. positive coronavirus uh results uh, i'm going to call my time out here and uh, call. give ourselves another two minutes. But there is still a lot of work that needs to be done to make sure that people are are safe. I yeah. worry about the number of people that are going to opt out at the, the last hour as we come to, yeah. to August the 3rd. And I also worry about this kind of uneven playing field that some of the teams have in that there are states that have got much higher covid rates yeah. um valley's just commented that he worries about the states that have got more than one team and high covid rates that could knock a few teams out yeah. um and i worry that certain states are allowing a lot more fans to attend yeah. whereas some uh, like new york have said no no fans uh philadelphia um Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania, have said no fans, but there are yeah. some are like, oh yeah, just you know, social distance them, which yeah. isn't going to be sufficient on a large scale like that. The NFL have stepped in and said if fans are in attendance, they must wear masks. That's something, but enforcing that is going to be a total yeah. nightmare. Uh, slash, it just won't happen. No, I think really these players. Uh, Obliviator, thanks for joining us. I think these players really need to take a leaf out of their counterparts in Formula One. Formula One have been up and running for a while now. When you watch them on television, they're all in masks. They don't fiddle with their masks. They don't piss around. They haven't had a single case of the coronavirus. They've tested, I think, three times a week. They haven't had a single positive test. And that's because they've stayed true they've stayed away from their families they're quite happy to take the large amount of money that they've got to stay away and play this sport and entertain the world Mm -hmm. i think they need to take a leaf out of those guys books and man up stay away from their families stay in the bubbles yeah and that's my time i'm glad i took the time out there i went into to a little bit of a uh of a rant. Uh, yeah. Let's just catch up on some comments before we move on. Uh, this is an interesting one, actually, and I might just 
throw up two minutes to discuss this on the fly because it's a really interesting question. So let me okay. just get rid of the text and the image. So we've got a, a blank slate. Okay. Before Duff you start, asks, oh yeah, go on. If it's, I was going to say, if it's Dylan Owens, just disregard it. But it's Duff. So, yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it. <laughs> it's Duff, uh, and it's a really good question. And and I know you, he's your teammate, and you like to give him crap. But uh, Dylan's question last week was really good as well. Yeah, so it was, don't it was, don't yeah. hate on Dylan's questions. He, yeah, uh, we we want more questions from Dylan. But Duff asks, do you think coaches will get a mulligan this season as they haven't even seen their players? So do they get a free pass? Even if they their team suck or they've been on the hot seat, just because they uh, they haven't seen their players and there's a bit of adversity. Let's do two minutes. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I think in some cases they will be taken into account. Like coaches that have been there for a year, maybe two, and have been given transitioning teams or have been given a chance to rebuild. I think yeah. that's taken into account. There are coaches who are just perennial losers and it didn't matter if half their team dropped dead on the field like, or half their team miraculously became the best players in the world and were able to pull things out. If they lose games, regardless of the reason, I think they're getting fired. And I'm yeah. mainly thinking about, uh, I can't remember the, the guy's name, but the Jaguars head coach. He's, his seat is so hot that it's actually on fire. Yeah. Uh, Adam Gase at the Jets, uh, which we'll talk about the Jets later uh, in yeah. our state of the AFC East, but uh, I don't know why that guy still has a head coaching job. Um, what do you think? Are they safe? Um, I Like you said, I, I think um, I think the, the coaches that have been there a number of seasons, that, like you said, the transitioning uh teams the coaches there safe uh maybe not the first year head coaches i don't know who i uh, that's something i'll look into who who's a first year coach head coach coming in this year um i think they may be under a little bit of pressure if they don't get a winning season or, or what's expected of them from their powers above the mm -hmm. owners of, of the teams of the franchises um the head coach, like you said, down in Jacksonville, yeah, he could probably go. And and same with with Gaze in in at the Jets. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, the Jags need to do a lot to kind of save themselves yeah, and yeah. and their coach. So, yeah, we shall see. So that's our time. Yeah. Nice uh, impromptu. Yeah, uh, topic thanks, there. Thanks, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. A fantastic question. Maybe we'll. Uh, revisit that one next week for uh reasons that will become clear at the end of yeah, uh, yeah. this podcast yeah uh, a couple of other comments before we move on to our next topic uh, ashley lewis says i can't see fans being there at all this season especially with the autumn and winter months making the virus more lethal yeah uh he also said that he believes somebody tested positive at the hungarian grand prix but that may have been a steward uh as of their last update that they put out uh want to say wednesday or thursday last week there was nobody so that may have been uh, a hoax yeah. uh, and obliviator over on twitch says i remind him of a trader i buy from um that's probably because uh i'm a, a trader myself and uh 
the wares behind me are yeah. the stock on my yeah. website, uh, tokutoystore.com. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, little we'll, plug um, there. We'll say hi to Ash. Ash is our quarterback here in Swansea. So, hi, Ash. Nice. Thanks for joining us. What kind of arms he he got? Oh, he's he's awesome. He's he's a contact player as well, so he he adapted really well to to playing for us. I think, um, yeah, he's I I play centre with him a lot of the time. You know, rotating um, at, in at centre. Um, yeah, lot lot of time for Ash. Fantastic player. One of very very good players that we we've, we've brought up at the Hammerheads over the last couple of years. Cool. Actually, cool. he he won. Um, he actually won our Player of the Year. Um, put it on his car after getting it after coming home from the states on his gap year in the states to learn. Nice. Put it on a car. It was a glass trophy. He drove off with it and smashed it. So he I thought you meant that he put the sticker, like put the sticker on his car, like like the Americans do, like you know, no, he Hammerheads Player of the Year. He actually put the trophy put on his car and drove off. And drove away. Yeah, okay. and smashed it. Yeah, <laughs> just a reminder: Ash you owe me a trophy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also a Jets-related comment from Dylan, but I'm gonna f- fly back to that one later when it's okay. uh, relevant to the topic <clears throat> we're on. Okay. Right over to you for our next topic. Okay, so uh, Kansas City Chiefs starting a right guard, Laurent Duvernay Tardif, as you know, French as we can be, has opted out of his contract ahead of the upcoming NFL season because of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Um, is he the first of many, and is he doing the right thing? Two minutes, then. I'm just going to read a quote from him first, um, okay? because it kind of explains the context a little bit of why he's yeah. done this. Okay. Being at the front line during this offseason has given me a different perspective on this pandemic and the stress that it puts on the individuals in our healthcare system. I cannot allow myself to potentially transmit the virus in our communities simply to play the sport that I love. If I am to take risks, I will do it caring for patients. He is in the medical profession himself. Yeah. I believe he is uh, at least halfway to uh, being a trained doctor, Yeah, uh, if not more than that so he has seen the effects of this virus firsthand and has been out there you know fighting the good fight and uh getting the respect that he deserves i think for the work that he does with nothing to do with the the nfl so i understand why somebody like him decides to opt out but i don't see many other people following suit purely because of the payment or the lack of payment that they yeah. get. Yeah. Your NFL career is already quite a short one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody gives up the opportunity to have a year of their career with the salaries that these guys get. So I yeah. think the majority will fight on. Uh, I've left you 35 seconds. Yeah. So I, I think he's setting a good example, um, especially with the profession he's in. Um, he said that he was pre- uh, prepared to. Um, if he's prepared to do, I've got complete admiration for him for what he's chosen to do. Um, an absolute shining example of a great human being in the face of COVID. Um, however, I I don't think he'll be the last. I, I know what you said, but I don't think he'll be that. I don't think there's going to be a mass exodus of players ending their contracts or taking the seat, opting out. But there's still going to be 
players that are going to drop mm. out mm. before August did. Yeah, then we'll we'll keep an eye on this and report on them as as they go. Yeah, uh, yeah, and we'll see we'll see who does drop and who yeah. continues to stay. Right, so we move on then to uh, our ongoing look around the NFL and the uh, divisions one at a time. Yeah. Today, as uh, voted upon by uh, our listeners, by our community, we're going to the AFC East. Yeah. So first up are the heels of the division, uh, who everybody yeah. loves to hate. Your, insert adjective here, New England Patriots. So you can yeah. kick us off. Here's two minutes just for you. Remember, you have a timeout if you want it. Okay. Okay, so... Um... I'm going to go with my prediction to start with, I think, 12-4 and four season. Um, I think with Cam Newton coming in, um, I'm kind of hoping he brings the whole Superman thing in with with his, his attitude and um, make other players shine around him, ones that aren't necessarily big-name players like Nikhil Harry, um, having uh, Sonny Michelle at running back, um, uh, Julian Edelman, good player, but he, he needs a, he needs a good QB, even though he's a quarterback himself from college. Um, I'm more excited now um, than I was a few months back when Tom decided to go south um, down to Florida. Um, I I just I really really hope um, and and pray that we don't suffer. Um, I think now. With not having preseason, uh, Cam will start at QB. I don't think Stidham will. Um, Sorry, I'm loving Stidham. all of these comments. Uh, I'll yeah, give you them I in know, a second. It's, pro- it's probably the hating, but yeah, is, I, yeah, I just, I, I just, yeah, I don't see Jarrett Stidham starting at QB one. Not this season. No, and I'm, I mostly agree with you. Uh, and yeah. dare I say this? It's the first Patriots season I'm interested in since like. Yeah. 2004 yeah. um because i want to see what cam can do and i want to see yeah. what the playmakers at the patriots can do with cam newton i think it's going to be interesting for sure yeah. uh 12 and 4 is bold uh for a you know a first not a first year qb but a qb for the first time in a system yeah i still think your defense can carry you to a lot of wins i say 10 and 6 for okay. the patriots you're still going to struggle against likes of 49ers, Chiefs, Ravens, etc. So, uh, Obliviator, wow, that's a bold prediction. Twelve and four. Note that. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I've... Put your money on it. You put your money on it, man. I, okay. I like to keep my money. To be yeah. honest, I'll put I'll put uh, a pound on it. <laughs> Matt Isle says twelve and four for the Pats. Can I have some of whatever you're on, please, Matt? So uh, whatever's in that little yeah. sippy cup of yours there. No, uh, Dylan Owens would also like some of what you're smoking. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, you may be able to come back at the end of the season and say, here's your 12-4. and four. Actually, yeah. we're better than that. Yeah, uh, too right. We we see. Yeah. <laughs> Obliviator says, I only bet on things that are likely to happen. <laughs> okay. I'm not wasting any money, but you know, I, I do like the whole hammerheads hating on me from Matt Isles and, and Dylan. Yeah. I mean so, you're clearly yeah. not wasting any energy arguing with them either, so No. Onwards then, uh to Miami. Yeah. 
Okay, so next up is Big Tuna. Um, I wouldn't call them Big Tuna, but yeah, there we are. Um, how do we feel about the chances for the Miami Dolphins this season? Uh, that's kind of the noise for my f- feelings on their chances, to be right. honest. Um, I am excited to see what Tua Tonga-Vailoa can do but I don't think he is going to start immediately. Not if the people in charge have got any sense. Yeah. Fitzpatrick will be fine behind him or in front of him, whatever, whatever you want to term yeah. it. I think the biggest winning point for the Miami Dolphins in this offseason is that they have stacked up the defense, especially the secondary. Xavier uh, yeah. Howard, Byron Jones, Shaq Lawson, just like... I don't see Cam Newton and his band of not very good receivers getting yeah. passes past those guys. Uh, and you also had, they also added Carl uh, Van Noy, who I believe mm-hmm. is uh, one of your your old players, if I'm yeah. correct. Yeah, and um, Jordan Howard and Matt Breida were also added at running back. Mm-hmm. They had no running game at all last year. Yeah. Um, and I really, really rate Jordan Howard. I always have. Yeah. Uh, if they can steer him in the right direction he can be a big playmaker um i think uh eight and eight i don't think they do well i don't think they do badly middle of the road your turn okay so um i'm no fan and that's not a secret um i'm looking forward to seeing how they play um if tua um starts at qb straight off um seeing as we've had no pre-season um it's going to be interesting like you said um they've drafted some great college players from what i've seen from the the grading uh, system that they use for college drafts players into the team um offensive lineman robert hunt straight out of louisiana lafayette uh, that's your time yeah just, just give us your, your number quickly Okay, so I reckon nine and seven, so better than what you predicted. But largely in the same. Largely the same, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nothing magical about them. No, other than Fitz magic, pew magic. Oh, got to get it in there. Had to get it in there. Next in the division, then, are the team that many are arguing are the favourites to win. Uh, Do we agree with? them about the buffalo bills here's two minutes okay so um so i think there'll definitely be challenges um i'm not gonna argue with that at all with with the statement that they're gonna i'm not gonna argue with myself um with what i what i've thought um i think they'll be exciting uh refreshing to watch i want a challenger to the throne in the east um they'll definitely do that um, thirteen and three for me. Okay, thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one hundred percent agree with that prediction. I'm saying thirteen and three. Yeah. Um, they've been ready to dominate for quite some time, yeah. and it's been yeah. building over the last three years. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think without Brady in their division, yeah. now's the time. If they're going to do it, it has to be now. The Defense is solid and ready to go. Yeah. Josh Allen improves year on year on year. And this yeah. year, he's got Stefan Diggs to throw to. And that's a big, big point in his favor. Yeah. 
Um, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. They need to focus on smashing the competition in their own division before yeah. they worry about anywhere else. That yeah. you know, there are six very winnable games in their own division. If they can beat the Patriots, I think that puts them in good stead. If they can beat the yeah. Dolphins, I think that puts them in in good stead. Um, yeah. and they'll they'll beat the Jets. So, yeah, <laughs> Straight up. it's their division to win. <laughs> I think they are going to win it, and thirteen and three is where that's going to happen. Uh, they probably lose to the Patriots once. They probably go one and one against the Patriots. Yeah, that's the um, usual thing. And they've got a, a couple of other, you know, established tough opponents. I think they've got the Chiefs as well, or or yeah. someone similar. Yeah. So, yeah, <sighs> yeah. So thirteen and three, we both agree there. That's interesting. Yeah, we did, we did, we did. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's been quite a few comments about the the Bills actually. Uh, Dylan okay. Owen says that Josh Allen is overrated. Um, oh. I'm not sure that we can can trust his opinion as a uh, a Jets fan where where it comes to the Bills. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matt Isles says twelve and four for the Bills, mm-hmm. so near there, near with us. Um, yeah, Josh has a cannon uh, and is a deep threat to pass with Diggs. Oblivious yeah. says, "I think the Bills need to improve special plays, like two point conversions." Uh, yeah, special teams is largely overlooked for a lot yeah. of these teams. It so, is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Very good points. Anyway, we've got. Some very astute listeners, I think. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, uh, lots other, of them... other. Sorry, you you carry on with what you were saying. Yeah, sorry about that. I I, I think a lot of uh, the the players coming from from Swansea are, are very um, switched on with their with their football knowledge tonight. And uh, well, it's it's proven throughout the last couple of years. You know, they've got a lot of knowledge. So you know, trusted opinions and all that. Fair enough, fair enough. They must have uh, rubbed off on them from uh, their once uh, visiting uh, star player that turned up in the rain one one yeah, time. Uh, one Sunday afternoon. A few months after breaking his leg. Yeah. Onwards in the east then. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're... Yeah, saving the best so, to last, what do you think? Um, I I think it's saving not best to last. I think you'll find right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So once again, our last team to discuss is everyone's favourite New York Jets. So yeah, let's let let the hating begin. Do you want to go first? Sure thing, because I'm not going to completely hate on them, but I will say, W O M P, womp womp. Womp. The Jets are obviously going to be the yeah. the weakest team in this division, and it's things like what we've already discussed: letting like star players like Jamal Adams out of town. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to play for them. Like even if they had managed to to keep him, he wouldn't have been productive. But yeah, like let him out the door is a mistake. Standing by Adam Gase after he's just been a crazy weird dude like yeah (laughs) for his entire head coaching career has been strange um he was an excellent excellent offensive coordinator but as a head coach he's just a an utter failure unfortunately sam darnold's an all right qb but if you don't give him anything to work with which 
they haven't really. Then he just goes out kissing people and catching mono and missing <sighs> yeah, that's just major weird. time. And they've wasted like his rookie contract completely. All the cheap years. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I put them at five and eleven. They pick up a few wins, but yeah, five and yeah. eleven. What do you think? Yeah, so let the hating continue. Um, dislike this useless team. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> will they do? Anything productive or surprising? No, don't think so. Um, they'll struggle. Um, maybe a tank season will help them rebuild, but who cares? It's the JETS and the SUCK suck. <laughs> Just to end that, yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, I, they, I, I think I agree with you. Five and eleven, four and twelve, something. They've like improved that their O line, so hopefully Le'Veon Bell can be more productive yeah. this year. But they haven't improved much else. No, really. No, I'm not even. I'm not even going to waste that on them either. <laughs> you're you're a, a man of sparing timeouts. I don't. I am, have you yeah. actually used a timeout yet since you joined yeah, me? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I've used two. I think we had a massive like rollover. You know, I think we should mm. see, keep keep tabs and see how many. You know, as we get towards the playoffs, just rack them up. No, they they don't roll over. No. Use them or lose them, baby. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. So uh, that's the end of our our main discussion uh, on the yeah. show. Um, and as we edge closer to the season, um, as of now, uh, two-minute warning moves to a weekly schedule. So you can yep. join us here every Monday night at our new time of 10 p.m. British summertime, which is 5 p.m. Eastern in the U.S., uh, right here on Twitch, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube. Yep. Next week, we're going to continue our state of the franchise discussion with the NFC East, and we're going to be joined by special guest host Duff Valley, who is uh, here in the comments uh, yeah. joining us today. So, uh, full disclosure, he's a New York Giants fan, so there may be a teensy bit of bias as we talk about the uh, yeah, the NFC East, but uh, you know. Your bias towards the Patriots. Yeah, we'll 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 get onto the Bears eventually, though, won't we, Jess? We will, but I'm fairly impartial about the Bears. I I know that uh, it's because they haven't got a good quarterback, though. <laughs> yeah, less said about it, the better. Mm. Before I go into the corner and cry. So, thank you very much to everyone that joined us. We had quite a massive uh, variation of different platforms. Lots yeah. on Twitch, lots on Facebook. Uh, couple on youtube thank you very much um if people want to chat to you give you patriot hey how can they do that on social media okay so i'm got a producer this week to my side so as everybody saw up on our our two minute warning facebook it's the new um at two the number two mw matt underscore ig on instagram at matt ward 1985 uk on uh, Twitter and just look me up Matthew Ward or Matt Ward on Facebook. Um, most people that are listeners uh, know where I am. Or uh, um, when I make it to uh, Hammerhead's training, uh, just shout abuse from from the Mumbles Road here in Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> 
usually enough, get it. So, uh, as um, lots of people will already know, uh, I'm at mm-hmm. the Jazz Show on pretty much everything. Um, got lots of other things coming up on uh, this channel over the course of the next week. Tomorrow, it's the Retro Roster, and uh, me and my co-host Dan are looking at Armageddon 2008. Great pay-per-view. I, I need to watch it before okay. tomorrow. I, yeah, I've watched it since 2008, so I'm just... Yeah, I haven't watched much of 2008 since 2008. I don't have yeah. fond memories of it. But we <laughs> shall see. Yes. Uh, so that's tomorrow at, uh, I want to say 9. I've forgotten my own schedule. Is that 8 for 8.30 or 9? And then okay. later in this week, uh, Thursday and Friday, uh, video game streams. I'm playing Call of Duty, Finest Hour on the PS2, and then Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Master System, which, if it's anything like playing the first Sonic the Hedgehog a couple of weeks ago, it should be fun. Uh, Sega yeah. dropped by for that one, so hopefully the They'll spot it again and come on by. That was pretty cool to have Sega come by. Yeah, so chuff with that. Uh, Wherever you are watching, please give uh, both of us a a follow on various things, Uh, especially if you're on Twitch. I'm trying to get up to 50 by my birthday next month uh, so that I can do that sweet affiliate stuff and get some cool other shit going. Cool. Sorry, dropped a swear. I'll have to censor that. Yeah. Yeah, I'll twitch uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone that has tuned in. Catch you on another stream or next week as we return for Two Minute Warning. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt.